Hello and welcome everybody um, to Therapy Hour with Chris. No Amy this week. Sorry, she is um, she's out. Actually, I mean she's still here, but uh, just another one of those kind of weeks that are busy, busy and stuff. Um, so uh, we weren't even going to have a podcast this week, but it is what is it now? Two fourteen in the morning, and I. I went and laid down in bed to sleep, and I just, I couldn't sleep. Uh, I just kept thinking of things I was going to talk to her about on the podcast, and, you know, things that go through your mind and stuff. Um, Add to that that I've been sick, and so that kind of screws up your schedule. And so I couldn't sleep, so I figured I'd come down and record something, and if anything comes out of it, I'll release it. If not, well, it just goes into the uh, save file for a while probably to die there but anyways um hope everyone's having a good week so uh i have been sick not long just and actually not that bad um what happened was friday night i started to feel actually friday i was fine uh saturday saturday i i got to spend the day with the boys um amy went and did purse bingo which apparently is a thing that exists i i have no idea um, but I guess you play bingo for purses, and she won. She won the first game, which is pretty cool. I'll let her talk about that, but I guess she won a pretty nice purse, which is pretty neat. Um, but she got home, and we went over to visit my mom, and I started feeling really, really sick. I'd kind of been feeling something kind of all week. Um, I guess it's the weather change. It's got really cold here in Minnesota, if you're not aware. Like, we're unseasonably cold. Usually we don't get this cold till like, January, so it's, like, in the... Single digits, like eight degrees. Uh, that's Fahrenheit. If you're <laughs> you're in a different, uh, if you use one of the same uh, degrees of weather, unlike here in the states. Uh, yeah, so it's it's been pretty cold, and uh, and uh, so that day, yeah, I was I got pretty sick, and I knew it was going to be bad. I always get really sick for about a couple days. And that's always a hard thing for me because it brings me back to uh, Persephone and when she died. Because I was really sick then too. I think I had basically what she had. Um, and part of me is upset that maybe I would have given, I might have given her what I had. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I had it or not. I, I talked to the doctor in the in the hospital that day. I actually, <laughs> I mostly cried to him and said, "Did I give this to her?" And he. He, he didn't know what to say, I'm sure. He was just like, hey, no, the world gave it to her. And I was like, okay, whatever. You're not going to tell me anything that's going to upset me clearly more anyways. So, uh, well, regardless, I was sick. Um, and when I'm sick, I mean, it, it's pretty bad. Like, I knew, so Saturday night, I had a really pretty high fever. Uh, I didn't take my temperature, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, and I was sweating all night long, you know, that, that's that kind of sweatiness where like you sweat through your sheets. And so I even slept on the couch cause I knew it was going to be that bad. Like I knew it was going to be a bad, uh, sleep and I didn't want to get the bed all wet through sweat. So I just wrapped myself in a few blankets that I could watch and wash and I, and I, I cuddled up on the couch, I actually pushed our other couch forward. This kind of brings me to when me and Amy had our little altercation. So, uh, and, and what I think I did poorly and what I could have done better. And I'm curious if anybody has any ideas on this too. Um, so the babies went to bed and they went to bed pretty well. 
and I pushed the couch over, the second couch, because I thought we were going to sit down and maybe watch a show. Usually we kind of watch a show before bedtime. And she got in from uh, washing out their bottles and was really... Well, she wanted to take my temperature, which I... I I don't need done. I mean, it's that wasn't a big deal. So I, I basically said, I don't need you to take my temperature, which she got really, really mad about. And maybe I said it more forceful. I don't really remember, but I was also sick, so I don't really remember a whole lot. Then she got really mad and kind of yelled at me about stuff. And I and when that happens, I get really defensive, like super defensive if I don't think I've done anything wrong. So I pretty much I yelled back at her, and we and she didn't. You know, we yelled a bit, but. Uh, back and forth a little bit and then she was basically like I'm gonna go to bed <laughs> and I said okay and she went to bed and I slept on the couch and so when I get sick we always have the same kind of fight the big is that I don't take medication when I get sick um, if it's a super bad like the doctor prescribes it yeah I'll take it but if it's just like an Advil or a Tylenol to get through a headache I don't think I need that it's not a big deal she gets super mad at me for that amongst other things um, so what I was thinking is that after she went to bed, I thought to myself, why did we both react that way? Because I thought we were having a fun night, and she told. And then when we got that during that whole episode, she told me that I was I've been acting kind of short with her, I guess. Um, which in retrospect, I probably was, but that's because I was sick, not because it had anything to do with her, like. Um, I didn't see her during the day. Like I said, she went to go play the bingo for like four or four hours or so, and then me and the boys hung out. I went to my mom's, and yeah, I, I was I didn't really communicate a lot. I guess kind of hung around because I was feeling really really bad. But then also I was thinking, I thought, man, you know what? She just went through something that uh, I didn't. And yeah, we can say we both. We both uh, had the miscarriage or whatever, or mis missed abortion, whatever it's called, but she went through it, right? Not me. And the hormones are still in her body, and I'm sure that played a big part of it. And so I was really mad at myself for reacting the way I did. Um, you know, I, ex I excused it because I was not feeling good, but at the moment I just did not think, wow, why didn't I, why didn't I, didn't, why didn't I think about that and react a little bit better? So that's been kind of on my mind, and I apologized to her, you know, the next day. I made a fine day. Um, it's just one of those things that you don't really think about, because you're thinking about yourself, and you're thinking about how, man, because you know when you're, like, really sick when you have, like, a fever, and you don't sleep very well, and you can't get warm, because you're just, you keep shivering, you can't really get warm. Um, you're sweating, and your throat hurts. <laughs> You have a headache. Oh, I need a headache while the babies love to learn this. They, they now scream. They just have this screaming fest back and forth of each other. Um, and they laugh. They have a good time. But man, when you have a headache, it can be, oof, it can be daunting. But anyways, i um, been pretty disappointed in my actions there. Um, that night I did watch a movie. And kind of uh, sparked a few things in me. Um... Another reason why I might have been kind of disappointed, or I was kind of disappointed, well, there's actually two reasons. So, I, like I said, I thought we were going to watch a show, so I was a little disappointed that wasn't going to happen. And also, that was the first day in a week that I had missed running. Um, I usually run a little bit more, you know, to deal with my depression and stuff. And um, I was trying to get through seven days straight, and in this cold, it's been kind of a challenge. 
Uh, but I, you know, I was like, damn it, I can run in the cold for a little while. It's not that not going to kill me to run for an hour in the cold, especially if I'm layered correctly. Like, I know how to run. I know how to run in the cold. I've done it all my life. But that day, I was just I was feeling so crappy that I didn't go out. So I was also feeling a little... I don't know. I felt like I let myself down by not going, even though I was a little sick. But uh, that's... it's You know, it's just a stupid thing to think, right? But I'm sure that factored into my response to her. Uh, again, something I'm not proud of. But So anyways, I watched a few movies. No, let's talk about the run. So on the run, I passed uh, this convertible that's for sale. And this just it kind of goes to show how everything can be fine, and then something stupid and mundane happens, and just kind of like, clicks a little bit. And this might actually have maybe this whole thing factored into my mood. I don't know. Cause so Friday I went for my run. That was the last day I went for my run before I got really sick. And I passed the convertible. This convertible that was for sale. And I was thinking how Persephone always wanted to ride in a convertible. She always talked about how she thought it would be so cool. She wanted to ride in a convertible and a limo. And she got to ride it right in a limo for some reason in school. She like sold a bunch of stuff or did a bunch of stuff or performed really well or something. So she got to ride with a bunch of the bigger kids, the older kids in a limo. And she thought that was so neat. Um, so I'm really glad she got to do that. But we always talked about how if we ever went on a trip, we would rent a limo or a convertible so she could ride in a convertible. And so, yeah, that uh, you're on a run, everything's fine, listen to your show or whatever you're listening to her music, and then you pass a convertible and your mind starts wandering into what could have been and what should have been, and just like that, you're depressed again. <laughs> and it just sucks because I try not to be, try to, you know, be happy, but these these little damn things that come up from time to time that... Um, that completely alter your mood. It's like you're a freaking slave to these damn emotions that just jump up. And it sucks because, you know, you try to be happy, try to show everybody you're happy, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. And uh, so anyways, um, what were we talking about? That was the limo. So, that, yeah, I think all these kind of, you know, someone uh, once told me that, uh, you know, road rage doesn't happen usually from somebody just automatically it happens because of the, all the little things that uh, happen in, during the day somebody you know somebody's late to they can't find their keys and then they're late to get to work and then somebody yells at them at work and then they're on their uh, I don't know they missed their lunch or they don't get a very good lunch and then they're on the way home and you cut them off and then all of a sudden road rage because it's not you that did that well it's everything that happened up into that moment and I think that goes that's a little bit of depression too where you don't really realize how you're acting until it just kind of blows up like that. But that's just something I'm trying to keep track of. Uh, so anyways, this movie I watched, I forgot what the movie is. It's like In Time or something. It's one of those stupid, corny, romantic movies about a time traveler. And uh, not the time traveler's wife. Or, yes, that, not that one. There's another one. Because it's actually more a story about the relationship between his dad. So it's a time traveler and his dad, who's also a time traveler. I won't bore you with the details. Um, when I get super sick, I get super emotional too, so I freaking bawled that night watching that stupid movie. Um, because it has to do with the relationship from between uh, the... I mean, there's a lot. There's there's kids in it, and there's uh, relation, family relationships and sisters and stuff like that. But in the end, it's basically about him and his dad. And they're both, like I said, they're both kind of time travelers. And at one point near the end, they go back to when they were little. He was a little kid and stuff. It's whatever. <laughs> but 
the interesting thing to me was was the takeaway I got from it. And his dad basically told him as he was close to dying that the secret is to live your life twice every day. Just live every day twice because they have the ability to, right? They're, they're time travelers. They can live their every day twice. So they live the first day normally. They get it, you know, they live through all the emotions of getting stressed out and anger and stuff like that. And the second day they try to just instead of getting worried so much about the anger and the stress and the angst is just to see all the beauty and the good that's in the world and just the little things that you pass by that mean so much um and then later on he kind of talks about how he took it a step forward and doesn't even go back anymore and just tries to live his life like that and and uh so that got me a little annoyed because that's what i've been trying to do you know more and more is live that way and I, I think I've kind of been failing a, a little bit of late so um, so yeah but it was a good reminder just to try to live you know when you see that friend that might just pretend you don't have to pretend like it's the last time you see him but act like it is I mean because I think you t we, we take these little things for granted way too much that uh, we don't have to you know Anyways, um, yeah, so when you're sick, you watch a lot of TV, right? <laughs> you sleep and watch a lot of TV, and that's what actually screws up my clock so much. Is I spent so much of Sunday and Monday, Sunday mostly, I spent so much of Sunday resting, and Amy was awesome because she took the babies, like, almost all day long. They went to the mall and then to my mom's in the evening and to lunch and stuff with her dad. So I got to basically rest the whole day and kind of go in and out of consciousness as I watch some shows and get a bunch of rest. So I feel a lot better today. Um, but also, when you sleep all day, it kind of makes it hard to sleep at night, which is the predicament I'm in right now. Uh, yeah. Anything else to say? I don't know. Um, and then, oh yeah, so today was Veterans Day. Um, I know three friends who were veterans who are no longer around here. Um... <laughs> this is just an uplifting episode this e this evening, doesn't see I need Amy here to balance me. Otherwise just depression hour. I told you it was gonna be therapy hour. Therapy hour with Chris. Uh three of my friends who aren't around anymore, two of them died from suicide or depression, however you wanna say it, and one um I don't even know how he died, but uh it sucks. Um veterans are very much um, especially ones who have been combat deployed are very much at risk for um, to die via suicide. Um, uh, and that makes sense. It really does. Um, all these inter I've, I've went on a few job interviews, not recently, but in the past, where they've talked about what, you were, what was your best position. And then inevitably it always comes back to the military. And, and it sounds so stupid. And it, I never would have said it while I'm in. But it just meant, it means so much to be part of something bigger and to feel like you're doing something that matters even if you're even if you're maybe you're not but just feels like you are and that's really all that matters right so when you get out and you lose that uh, a lot of people um well like i said if they don't have that they they can spiral and it's very easy and everything we talked about how it just takes little things and little things and little things nobody commit suicide on a whim it's little things that add up here and there until it comes to a, a boiling point uh, and I don't even know how you see those um, 
I wish I, I wish I knew. I don't wish I know somebody who had, who had attempted uh, suicide, but I'd like to know what you could say to a person or what you could do for a person. Uh, I've heard stories. People say, just tell them that you're there or tell them that you mean to them or that, you know, you would you would miss them if they were gone or something. But uh, and I think me and Amy talked about this a while back because we both talked about, you know, suicide for a while after Persephone. And, and at least we talked about it. That was the, that was the important thing is we talked about it and uh, went through that together. Uh, so anyways, um, I don't know, I was going to say something else, I don't really remember. Uh, so I guess that's it. Uh, it is 2.30, so maybe I'll try to go back to bed now. Um, babies are good, they're doing great. Uh, they're constantly surprising me with what they understand, but they don't really listen. <laughs> And they don't really talk very much, but they do understand a lot, which is pretty cool. And I don't remember if it was the same for Persephone. I feel like that she was talking when she was understanding, but maybe I'm just getting that wrong. Because they understand everything except for the word no. And I've had to yell at Adonis a few times to stop pulling the cat's tail and stop punching the cat. And he doesn't really get it. He just laughs. And I try to you know, like give him a timeout by holding him and tell him he can't go anywhere until... His timeout's done. and But then Leander thinks it's super funny to do that. He does the same thing. So I don't know what to do with them. Um, other than just kind of keep telling them no. And, but it's like they don't understand that word. <laughs> it's like they understand every word except for no. <laughs> and I hate the word no. Like I remember when I was like 18. And like, I told my mom, you know, mom, you should look for a reason to say yes rather than a reason to say no. Because somebody had told me that. And it was a stupid thing to say. And I said that, I think, to go to a, go out with friends or something late. Which is a dumb thing to say to your mom when you want to go out late. But, I mean, it, it, I do like the sentiment. Look for a reason to say yes. Because I hate the word no. I don't want your my babies to be like, oh, everything's no, everything's negative. But I don't really know how what else to do. <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know how else to say, you're hurting the cat, don't do that. <laughs> Without saying no or don't do that. I don't know. So if you've been through that before, let us know. You got any any thoughts at all about how the heck we can do with that? I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, I was happy to see France being the beacon of civilization once again. Talking about uh, how nationalism is the root of all evil when it comes to patriotism and the world. Um, so glad he stuck that to our sitting president over here in America. All right. All right, everybody, thanks. Uh, if you're still here, I'm sorry. Um, maybe, I don't know, do some jumpy jacks or something. Smile. <laughs> just know that everything's good over here. Everything's better. Uh, we just, just went through a little bit of a rough patch just that last week. I also missed Veterans Day, basically, which is one of my favorite days because of all the free food. Like, you can literally go from 8 in the morning to 8 at night and just eat free food almost every, everywhere you go, which is kind of neat. Um, they never really did that, not that I can remember, like 10, 15 years ago, but they do it a lot now. So I missed that whole day because of being sick. But anyways, anyways, anyways. Okay, I'm done. Uh, go watch uh, Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. It's pretty good. Ended really well. Uh, okay, bye everybody.